right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We have Brandon Kendall and myself, Brian, here, and we've got another great episode coming for you. A bunch of good stories, but before we get into those stories, Kendall is going to tell you where you can learn all about what we've already done. Yes, my public service announcement for the week. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod, and you can find our website on Podbean where we post all of the story photos. And if you find a really good story and you want one of us to read it, you can DM it to me on Instagram and I'll read it. <laughs> and please say who you want to read it because otherwise yeah. Kendall's just going to assume they're all for her. Because I got Brandon and I will be scouring over uh, checking that out. But we would definitely love participation. So if you guys got a story that you think is a good one for us to do, right. let or us even just it. like something funny happened to you and you think yeah. someone should know about it, those are great too. Yeah. Yes. That, Personal stories are also acceptable. They are. And if it I winds still up love drawing your in, sewer story, <laughs> that was my favorite. Anytime it can humiliate other family members or something like that, we're always down. So. 100%. Wait until you hear the whatever. <laughs> All right, so to, well, this week, I guess if we follow a bit of a rotation, then that means Kendall's got the good. Yep. You want to kick us off here? Yeah, I'll go first. So a Mississippi man and his pet cat helped prevent a robbery at his home, and he credits the calico with possibly saving his life. And he guesses on what the cat's name is. Calico Kid. (laughs) Toonses. Bandit. (laughs) I love it so much. <laughs> so she's a 20-pound cat. 20 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> she's a big girl. <laughs> a small dog. Yeah. <laughs> so twice as big as my dog. Well, it would also eat churro from last week. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and her retired owner, Fred Everett, in the Tupelo su- suburb of Belden, um, when at least two people tried to break into their shared home last week. And I love that it was like their shared home, not his home with his cat. It's yeah. like, no, his him and his cat share a house. <laughs> There's a lot to unravel with that. <laughs> there are. <laughs> the cat did everything she could to alert Everett of the danger. He was like, you hear of guard dogs, but this here is a guard cat. The attempted robbery occurred sometime between 2.30 and 3 a.m., He was first awoken by Bandit's meows in the kitchen. Then she raced into the bedroom, jumped on the bed, and began pulling the comforter off of him and clawing at him. And that's when he knew something was wrong. And so he got up to investigate and grabbed a gun and saw two young men outside his back door, one using a crowbar to try and open the door. And then by the time he got his gun and went back to the kitchen, they'd already fled. And then he didn't even bother calling the police because they weren't there. It's like, what? You might still want to call. Yeah, in case they come back. <laughs> in case they're at like a neighbor's house or, you know? <laughs> they could have thrown the cat at the, the people and then um, ran and got the gun. <laughs> right? it's the old alligator toss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not as effective, but it'll yeah, still get not, the job done. It's not nearly yeah. as frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Other than taking a 20 pound cat in the throat. <laughs> is that a tiger? What yeah. is that? <laughs> He's like, she's never it's acted Garfield. like that before. And she saved his life. So. See, I have a totally different reaction when my dogs are acting all cracked out. I'm just like, I'm like kick your guys' ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it never occurs to me that something could be going down. Right. Because they freak out no matter what happens. The UPS man comes. It's like they can hear it coming down the street, and they immediately start going crazy. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's just another, you know, crazy dog attack. So I don't right. ever pay attention to it. So usually my reaction to my dogs going crazy is... <laughs> Somebody's yeah, going to get up. a butt kick. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, that's funny. Uh, but Bandit's on the case. She <laughs> Bandit. <laughs> she let him know. Crockin' tubs. Uh, <laughs> Miami Vice. Did it play the music when he... <laughs> yeah, you need that button. <laughs> the obscure Miami Vice theme song. <laughs> oh, that is good. a good... Boy, the animal theme is really prevalent. <laughs> yeah. It was between this and some like another story, and I was like, you know, I love a like good a good animal name. Yeah, right <laughs> it's gonna win me every time. Oh, that's too good. All right, all right. So now we'll shift from something good and wholesome to something bad. Not a sheep. Not that wasn't. Yeah, I'm not sticking <laughs> with the animal references. It's just an extended version of bad. All right. So this article is a former Mexican beauty queen and a Romanian Dutch accomplice have been arrested in Croatia over the theft of $1.7 million worth of prestigious bottles of wine in Spain. They were chased across Europe for more than nine months until they were found, and it appears what was stolen, 45 bottles worth 1.65 million euros, and then one additional 19th century vintage that alone was worth 310,000 euros. How they did this was... The former Mexican beauty queen ordered room service after the room service had shut down or the kitchen had shut down. However, when they came up to talk to her at this Michelin-starred restaurant at the hotel, she distracted the manager long enough that the her accomplice, the 47-year-old Romanian Dutch guy, went into the... We're playing Mad Libs again. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with this one. Went, broke back into the restaurant coming from outside, but previously had made a key, a master key to get in. So he had already kind of scoped out the place and got in. Stole all the wine, and I guess, as being chased all over Europe, and this involved Interpol in like five different countries, they caught, they believe they've caught the suspects, although they have not released their identity, but have not recovered any of the wine. And I'm thinking, like, one, that would not be something I would steal because I would wind up drinking the whole thing just not to get caught with the wine. Yeah. But then still nothing. Wine is like a, it's a big bottle or like it's a large size. You can't like just shove it up under your shirt and no one notice. And they're heavy. So you you put put it in a pompadour. There's just a lot of places you (laughs) can put it. No. Can't walk funny through the airport with it. Nope. Let They're me. definitely going to clang around. That's what I'm saying. That's how they traced them down. They heard the bottles clang. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get two in there? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you had. How in the hell did he get distracted? He or she? Well, get they distracted. I'm assuming it was a he because it was yes, the uh, that, Mexican beauty they, queen. They made yeah. reference to continually say the Mexican beauty queen distracted him, yeah. and pointed out like it was a Romanian Dutch guy. We don't know anything more about him. It was a Mexican beauty queen. He's not important. Like, right, right, right. What is important is she's gorgeous. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that was mentioned several times in the story. But so to they stole with, them all from the same place? Yeah, yeah. 45 bottles. 45 bottles. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like you can walk out with, what's a case got, like six in it? That's going to take two hands. Eight or 12 I think. Okay, that's but still, like, still yeah, that's and like, that's a heavy box. Yeah, it'd be like four, four cases. Yeah, four trips. Yeah, and he had to go well, through the good ones. I mean, it did mention that she was very distracting. Fair. I mean, they I didn't mean, go into detail of what she did to keep him distracted. It was but. so like Charo. I know it's an old ass reference, but <laughs> <laughs> did she go in with that move? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> Again, the story didn't go into a anyone under forty. 
<laughs> yeah, you guys sometimes make references and I just sit here. <laughs> Everyone knows Charo. <clears throat> so, yeah, but they were able to get those out of there and then proceeded to leave the hotel and start a nine-month chase, or they were part of a nine-month chase. <laughs> but my understanding is that restaurant was sort of like in Spain, because this is where it was at, is like it was a vault of wine. It wasn't just like, hey, I strolled into the wine so like section. All there, of right, the wine would have been like, of wine. Yeah. Right, right past the Mad Dog section. <laughs> was the, uh, there was your Mad cupcake. Dog 2020. <laughs> so like all of the, the wine Cisco. was fancy wine, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, it, th they knew what they were doing. They'd already scoped it out. So, I mean, they were able to get in and get out pretty quickly with, you know, 45 bottles of super expensive. High, high end of Boone's Farm. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. You could steal 400 million bottles of Boone's Farm and never get 310,000 euros. <laughs> it's like they're like pennies. Like, actually, the penny is worth less than the value written on it. <laughs> right. do, they, do they actually have Trader Joe's? I've never yeah, been there, in there one. There is one. I can't There's remember. one in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. Got to get some two buck chuck. <laughs> Not a two buck chuck. That's actually not bad. <laughs> the Aldi's four ninety nine is not something to be slept on. I know. Let's go steal two million dollars <laughs> for the two buck chuck. Everybody wants to go have a drink. <laughs> Damn it! Just fall off the wagon. <laughs> it's been almost a whole day. <laughs> At least. I just there had to be more people involved than just the two of them. I don't know how he got forty five bottles out. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, like there said. was a getaway driver, like something. <laughs> Who didn't notice a guy going in and out of the vault four or five times? Right. There's no way you carry four boxes out at once. Yeah. Did they have to do like Indiana Jones with a bag of sand for the right. it out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody takes three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollar bottle of wine. It better have more than just locked in a vault. It's got to have some kind of other security on it. Yes, a laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to do some gymnastics. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So what All was right. That? The, the bad. That was the bad. Now we're to the whatever. All right, to the whatever. Okay. So the whatever was a. Oh, huh, where is the whatever? Oh, there we go. So the whatever is a blind Minnesota judge who always wanted to drive. It was his like dream to drive. So he gets in a car with a sheriff. And there's 100 spectators, which I don't know why there was 100 spectators, but there was. That does feel like fish in a barrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he they said, need that officer yeah. to plow into the guy that was about to run <laughs> into the runners. <laughs> Check this out. He said his dream was to always be able to turn the ignition, fire up the car, hit the gas, and then shortly after a wall. But. <laughs> yeah, that was the unspoken part of the story. <laughs> Maybe that part was in my head. but that, So that was a dream. I guess it was a bucket list thing. And I'm thinking... It's kind of like that guy who wanted to walk across water from Florida. It, I mean, I get it's your thing, but what about the hundred people that are around and the sheriff that had to sit in the car with you? Well, and I had to teach my kids how to drive. That was scary. What, and they could see. Did they do this in one of those like driver's ed cars where like the sheriff has its own brake? Well, uh, you know I'm what I mean? Like sure, it had to be something you know where someone else could take over if they need to. So you know what you what they could have done, and they have these like where they do testing for cars, and I've seen them like at the Audi course and stuff like that. They'll drive the car like where they have tracks, and you drive all four wheels across the tracks. And I know you mm -hmm. listening can't see 
I'm trying to explain it as best I can. Then you get onto a certain spot and you'll feel the car like dip a little bit and that's where the tires settle into like rollers. So you can sit there with the car and when you accelerate, it spins the rollers and doesn't allow the car to propel. Oh, like a dyno or something like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. And so they have those because they'll sit there and rev the engine because you can't do it like it's not the same in neutral. Like they want to see how the whole mechanics work while it's going. So you could do that. I don't know if it would help with his turning. I'm thinking he would just went for it. Grip it and rip it and let's do this. <laughs> I'm sure he did. I doubt they went into all the trouble just for this guy. I think he was on a hairpin course. I think it was just like one of those road cars for NASCAR. It took him to, what is that that motorcycle course that they want to ride in the mountains here? Oh, a dragon's tail, tail or dragon. something like Yeah, tail of the dragon. <laughs> yeah, take him on that. He gets around one turn. Like I don't know what huh. could have gone wrong with this. <laughs> this is as light so as air. Happened? That was the end of the story. What? <laughs> I'm assuming it all went well because it would have been a different headline. That's fair. Flying Dodge in Minnesota takes out 100 spectators. <laughs> That's why I kept waiting a, for you to say. Assigned to hear his own case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to recuse myself. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, yeah, that goes on the thing where it's like, I get it. I get if you can't do something and you should never be held back for something you should be able to do. But at some point... <laughs> I feel bad for the sheriff because yeah. I'd have been crapping my pants. Surely it was one of those cars where, like, you at least have a break. Yeah, something where he could have like overrode it. Yeah. <laughs> well, said right at Disneyland. Break! That's right. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I mean, I fall in the same category though. I, I wouldn't want to say no to him. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I get it. Like I said, you it never... does feel like a very easy wish to fulfill. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not like he wanted to fly to the moon. So I would say, like, I would, would love, you would really, like, love to fly a plane. I would be able to scratch that itch if you just got me up to, like, 25,000 feet and just handed me the wheel, knowing that there's plenty of time for you to grab it back and straighten us out. Right, like, I'm not going to touch anything other than exactly how you handed it to me. And yeah. then we're going to hand it right back. <laughs> See, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> I'm pulling back. It was third gear. So, so I don't know if the story was actually on this podcast but i heard another one where a blind person was able to fly and land now they had a co-pilot and i know in planes there's two sets of but i don't know how you talk through somebody that can't see that the ground's coming up right <laughs> five four three too late oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well it's like we did the story on the blind cross-country runner and the oh, brother yeah. was yeah. like that was narrating really it yeah yeah, yeah. like Again, like how you narrate things like in real time like that. Yeah. That's a skill. Yeah, five feet ahead of them too. Have you ever, this reminded me, but I saw this, I don't know if it was a commercial or it was on a, like a lead into a YouTube video, but this girl's writing on the chalkboard, writing one sentence with both hands. Like she's able to visualize like the word, three words ahead with her right hand. And she's finishing up a word, three words behind with her left hand. It's... I saw that and I was like, and in cursive. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what is going on here? I've seen that something similar to that where a guy's drawing or he's, I've seen it where a guy and a girl, they're drawing with all their feet, both feet and both their hands are drawing four different pictures and they look amazing. I'm like, come like, on. I used yes. to remember my mom say, can you pat your head and rub your tummy? You know? right. like, and I, I can't do that. I have to. At least not well. It's like I rub it in the same. <laughs> and just sit there and pat. Right. <laughs> It's like I love to follow. I follow this girl on Instagram who does these like cool stick faces, like portraits kind of. And she does both. And she'll 
like start with the eyebrows, curve it around, make an eyeball. There's the nose. Then she adds mouth and ears and done. I'm like, ah, no. Well, what's weird is like with a guitar, I mean, not proficient at it, but I can at least strum a guitar, different strings, and then play with this hand. You get me on a piano, all bets are off. Like I cannot play a rhythm and then... And yeah, then play like, yeah, ain't right, where they're doing two totally separate things at the same time. Yeah, like so you'll play, you know, the like a rhythm. So you'll mm-hmm. have like the bass chord, and then you'll play the melody with the other hand. My brain just cannot no. deal with both of those. No, but a guitar. I don't know why I can do it on a guitar and drum. I can do two separate. Yeah, I can with that. Just certain things, my brain's like, nope, ain't happening. <laughs> well, and it, it's honestly, no, I this... have none of those skills. I held the flute in middle school. I just held it for three years. <laughs> I could do a B because it's literally the same. <laughs> it's just your pointer fingers that you hold down. And anytime that one would come up, I'd be like, B. Got this. <laughs> and I'd just move my fingers and grin. Did you play that B? Like the cymbal player. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, this would be probably the episode that if we would have had it on video would have been the most valuable in because we have been strumming instruments and playing drums. And I even leaned into the microphone yeah. so you and could you, see you my bee. You see Kendall rub her tummy and tap her head at the same time. That was worth it. I can't so do it. Video. All right. Well, cool. Was that call to say you're, you got to go home? Nope. No, okay, that was good. just, you know. Because I'm recording or eating. <laughs> I get phone calls. Somebody calls during each one. Yes. All right. Well, good episode. You want to let them know where they can find us? Yeah. Find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. Find us on Twitter at GBWpod. And look for our website on Podbean.